Simple Teachings on Higher Truths by Ajahn Anand Introduction The mind's been spinning all morning, trying to work everything out. We'd like to get on with our meditation, but need to resolve this first. It's about the practice. Meditating seems harder these days, less remarkable, less relaxing. There's been a lot of uninvited thinking going on. Something has been trudging up worries, possibilities, old memories, song lyrics. Hadn't we got beyond all of this? Well, never mind. We probably just need a change of scene. Surely it's the monastery itself. Reflecting on some aspects of the place, it seems that things could be better. It could be quieter, for one. There could be less people. And the weather could definitely be better. Cooler. Maybe we could plant some more trees. And certainly we ought to be able to work out the schedule a little bit more efficiently. More time for meditation. Less chores. If things were different, we could get beyond all the suffering and discontent. Right? Actually, at the moment, there is time. Nothing's being asked of us. But how could we sit in meditation with this feeling hanging around? It's the lingering unease of uncertainty, of unresolved doubts. Things aren't clear. When we try to work out the immediate future, just the next couple of months, say, it's still not clear. We're imagining, what ifing, and there are many loose ends. We're thinking that maybe we'd benefit from a change of scene, either a stay at another monastery or some retreat time off in the forest. Would that solve things? Hmm. Let's just figure this out, and then the mind will be peaceful, and we can get on with the real work. We know we've got to see our teacher, Ajananan. We'd like to work this out for ourselves, to reason the mind into submission, but we've been here before. At the moment, our mind is a churning, foaming river eddy. Our mind is a jabbering idiot, a renegade webpage gone mad with pop-up windows. It will most definitely not be reasoned with. It will not be thought into submission. But, if we pay Ajahnanan a visit, things might get resolved. In our forest tradition, we take the Ajahn as our mentor, our leader, our father. We rely on him for guidance and advice because he's taken the road of Dhamma before us. It's nearly 11am. The need to ease the agitation in the mind hasn't diminished. If anything, it's become more urgent. So we set off briskly, striding up the hill in the direction of Ajahnanan's kuti. When we arrive, just a few minutes later, we find him attending to his duties. At the moment, he's talking with some lay guests from Bangkok, but during a typical day, he might also share his time between teaching the monks, overseeing building projects, and advising the abbots of his various branch monasteries. He's almost always engaged in solving some issue, moving from one matter to the next. And yet, there's something about the way he relates to all this activity. It's not ordinary. From the amount of attention he gives to the task at hand, and the ease that pervades it all, it's clear that this is a man who has trained his mind. Arriving at a seat, we bow and sit quietly to one side. We consider how to best voice our problem, but hesitate, not knowing how to begin not knowing how to ask. The setting's changed, 
but her mind is carrying on as before, whirling and proliferating. And still, we notice a certain calmness emerging from simply being in his presence. Our worries haven't disappeared, though they seem less fixed, less urgent. And then suddenly, he turns to us and smiles. What's on your mind? he asks. It feels like he already knows. Although higher truths often emerge from the advice that follows, it usually begins much closer to the ground. We might expect him to answer nonchalantly with, just let go, or it's all empty, or what's the point in worrying, death is certain. But he doesn't. He listens. He knows that our suffering is real, and he sympathizes. As he talks, the meaning behind his words rises gradually, slowly unfurled, like a kite line lit out into the breeze. Whether reflections on his own practice, practical solutions, similes, humor, or something left for us to contemplate, he gives us a new way to look at things. And although we didn't know it when we arrived, in the end, it was what we were looking for. We realized that our problem wasn't so big after all. The teachings in this book have been collected from various talks given in Thai, as well as informal late-night Dharma discussions. They've been selected with the hope of capturing Ajananan's ability to help us overcome our difficulties and grow in wholesome qualities as a result. The book itself has been laid out in a way that allows us to gradually progress to the higher truths, beginning with the suffering inherent in our situation. Though it may be something hard to grasp, once recognized, we can then do something about it. The next sections give us guidance in practicing mindfulness and meditation. Following this are teachings on the foundation of meditation practice, virtue and kindness for others. And lastly, we meet with the wisdom which reminds us that the end of suffering is actually not that far away. Contained within these pages are reflections and guidance to aid us on our spiritual journey, this process of educating the heart and mind. We invite you to read, enjoy, and then apply them. When we're able to see our suffering and its cause, wisdom can then arise. The Buddha and our teachers have given us the tools to do this, but it's up to us to use them. Some teachings may clarify higher truths instantly. Some only after trying out the practice for ourselves. But in the end, truth is what will lead us to peace and happiness in our lives. This book has come about through the hard work of many of our Jananan's loyal disciples. We've tried our best to convey the original meaning and flavor of the talks as accurately as possible, and apologize for any errors or misrepresentations that may have occurred in the process of translating and editing. We offer this as a gift of our devotion and gratitude to the Triple Gem and our teacher, Ajananan. May all beings grow in happiness and steadily progress towards the end of all suffering. The editors, Wadmapchan, Rayong, Thailand.